Howdy friends, welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host, R.P. Smith. I'm not sure what time of day it is, but I'm glad you're riding along. If this daylight savings time is such a great thing, why don't we go ahead and move it two hours instead of just one? That way, at some point, I might be on the same schedule as the rest of my family. Forget I said that. Being on the same schedule might not work out all that well for us right now. Hannah and Caleb have been home from Shadron State on spring break, and we're sure glad they decided to spend some time here at home instead of heading to Cancun. The cold and snow have not made lamb and go any better, and I took a couple days off early in the week. Monday was spent hanging around the house prepping for the big event on Tuesday, my first colonoscopy. The positive thing I can say about the experience was that it is as good as I've slept for some time. Wednesday I was still being a little careful about getting too far away from home, but was feeling good enough to take the early morning shift on checking ewes and cleaning the barn while Beth took Caleb to see the surgeon for follow-up on his shoulder surgery. I was in the house long enough to line up trucks to bring the cows home next week and to line up a vet to bangs vaccinate heifers on Thursday. I took the early morning check again on Thursday, strung out some feed for the heifers, and got them to come into the corrals. Hannah's dog helped with the job by giving the heifers something to chase. I'm sure glad her pup Pez ran the right direction. It doesn't always go that well. The vet was lined up to be here at one, which would give her time to get back to Broken Bow for a meeting and let Caleb be done in time for his physical therapy appointment. But at 11, Beth told me that Hannah was not feeling well and she was going to take her to the doctor. Caleb, Dr. Dina, and I got started on the heifers by the time Beth got back. Hannah had been diagnosed with influenza A, which apparently is a serious enough deal that she would not be joining us on the cattle crew. But I was glad to have Beth come, because I was not doing a very good job of writing numbers down along with running the chute and applying the pour on. The numbers this trip are pretty important because the little numbers on the little orange clips are never going to be any easier to read than they are the day they go in. And they become our backup ID system for the next year until the rabbit dies and the heifers have earned their membership into the cow herd and a permanent ear tag that goes with a positive preg check. We were nearing the end of the job when Dr. Dina read the last two digits of the tag and Beth realized that she was one number off in the sequence. I am happy to say I didn't say anything, but my body language and extra exuberance with which I caught the last few heifers could have possibly been taken as me not being very happy with my bookkeeper. It only took an hour or so of working the heifers through the pens and checking off numbers from the list to find which one had not made the list. That time frame may have contained some more unintended and misinterpreted body language. After taking the heifer back through the chute to read her clip tag, we are almost certain we have them all straight, but not so certain that, as I had mentioned earlier, not being on the same schedule for a few more days might be a good thing. And this might be a good time to follow some of my own advice from quite a few years back. One thing you should remember when you live the stockman's life is choose your words most careful when team pinning with your wife. It won't be in an arena with contestants all around, but out there in the home corrals where no real help can be found. The heat can sure get to you, especially neath the collar, 
and when in and out get turned around it can make you want to holler. But information overload only makes the troubles worse, so keep the speeches mighty short when trying to converse. Like working with your border collie, be sensitive to how she'll feel. Make sure you wear a smile the first time you tell her heel, because she might not understand quite what you had in mind. If she turns and runs or bristles up, either way you're in a bind. She males are most articulate. Try to avoid debate. If you take too much time explaining, well, your supper will be late. Silent diplomacy is best when things don't go as planned. When she says, cowboys are bullheaded, nod and pretend you understand. I'd like to take just a second to invite you folks to some upcoming events in the area. I'll be performing in Seward, Nebraska on March 18th for their chamber-sponsored Ag Appreciation Banquet. And I'll be in West Point, Nebraska on March 19th for their Ag Appreciation Banquet. I'm hoping some of you local fans can join us at the Merriman Theater on Wednesday, March 27th in Kearney, Nebraska, where I'm excited about opening for the Bar J Wranglers of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And if you happen to be in Shadron, Nebraska on March 29th, come on by the campus for the Shadron Rodeo Team's Black Tie Calf Fry and Cowboy Poetry event. Thanks for riding along on Homegrown this morning. Hoping that the Lord blesses you real good today that he is raining on your place, and that our happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith.